Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do you aspire to be an entrepreneur, to build your own business, to leave a legacy behind? If you want to know how to get started, or if you're already on your journey and want some help on how to tackle the challenges you're facing, this show is for you. Here at Be Your Own Boss, we hear from entrepreneurs about their stories, some very practical tips, and some inspiration. Welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Boss. Our guest this week is Mr. Anantakrishnan, the founder of Onwards and Upwards, an education company that provides smart and innovative technology-based educational products and services to parents, students, and educational institutions. Ananta, thank you so much for taking our time and joining us here on the Be Your Own Boss podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sachin. So Ananta, let's start with your story, your journey, right from your childhood and uh, let, so that people get the context of uh, the background that you're coming from, right? Uh, so tell us about your, your parents and uh, your childhood. How was that? How was the life back then? Sure. No, it's uh, sometimes always better to go back to your past and go through the journey that you've come through so that you can reinforce and, uh, you know, reinstate the position that you are currently in. So I'm glad that you asked me this question. So to take you back to my childhood days, like any other person, like I was at that time born in a middle class family. So we were just a middle class family. My father was working in a private company, not earning too much. It's okay to hand to mouth, you can say. At the same time, yes, he was trying his best, whatever best possible education he can give. So that was my beginning. But in the earlier stages, as you know, it was a real challenging time. My father had come down from uh, Kerala to Mumbai to settle down and he was working in a private company and uh, and his uh, manager or boss, as you call it, was a, you know, Marwadi Gujarati who was squeezing him to the court, which we could see at home. And then when he brings back his pressure, which is falling on us. Anyway, so that is uh, part of life as we can see. So what, what I'm trying to let you know is from a very elementary age, we could see the pressures and how he could manage pressures from various sides, the family pressure, the financial pressure, the official mm. pressure. So we have been watching it. So fortunately for me being in my childhood, so I've been through and, you know, all through the background of education and all that. So you must mm. be thinking, uh, why is Anantra saying all this? So just to give you a perspective, so I am born in a very cultured and very educated family in the sense both my grandfathers were headmasters of schools. And this, my maternal grandfather was the first headmaster and he founded the school of a very reputed institution which is even now very famous in Mumbai, Matunga, South Indian Education Society. He actually started that school with around 15 students and now I think more than 1500 students are there and so many people who have passed out has reached very big levels, maybe CEO and CFO and maybe strategy officer inside as well as internationally. 
and the alumni is just shining. So the values that he has, you know, imbibed on this kind of students is immense. So that is my uh, maternal grandfather. My paternal grandfather also was a headmaster. So he's also, you know, from a very educational background, he's MA in history, and he was holding all these top positions in the state of uh, Kerala. So from Kerala, he came down to Mumbai along with my dad. So my upbringing, uh, if I can say that who is your mentor during the growing up years and whom do you look to as an idol? I will not hesitate to tell, yeah, it is my grandfather with whom mm -hmm. I spent most of the time, the paternal grandfather. So this was the kind of uh, upbringing. And mm -hmm. to add to that, in those times, if you recall, Hindi was sub supposed to be, you know, not touched by any Tamilians. Tamilians used to hate Hindis. And during the time of uh, my bringing up, to your surprise and everybody's surprise, my mother was a Hindi teacher, a South Indian being a Hindi teacher. So you can mm. imagine I am talking about 45, 50 years back story. So that time, a South Indian teaching Hindi was at this level. Very, very few people. Even South, you know, in Tamil Nadu and all, people were just against Hindi. So my, yeah. so again, what I'm saying is, why I'm saying educated in this family background, both my grandfathers were headmaster, my mother was a teacher. So, so education was in the roots of your, uh, you know, in the family, you were all, you were all educators. So, uh, so this is something that was there in your subconscious mind right from childhood, right? I would rather correct the word roots. I would say that it is there in the blood. Because one <laughs> thing which I also want to add, so influenced by this, my sister also became a teacher. So you can imagine you know the kind of atmosphere and the kind mm. of discussions that would happen so anything and everything you know everybody knew only about academics and education how this is to be taught how this situation is to be handled this child is having this issue so how this is to be addressed how can we overcome this challenges these kind of the, where the discussion rather than politics or you know uh, films or movies so these are all very very <laughs> remote area <laughs> for our discussion at that time so that yeah. is uh, that is how it is so as as a child you saw this environment at home and did you when once you you know completed your studies did you also uh, go into the teaching profession or did you take up another job another different kind of jobs very good question so as i told you my father was hand to mouth it's not so financially this thing and being a teacher, my mother being a teacher, my sister being a teacher, professionally it is very good. They are adding value and bringing so much of uh, you know, uh, value to the students and bringing so much of insights. But unfortunately, from those days itself, the teachers were not well paid off. So this is only a profession, noble profession, but unfortunately not recognized. Even though I had that urge to go in because of the surroundings for this education, Somehow, I felt that I should be financially supporting the family at this point of time and going in for a corporate job, which I have not taken the decision on my own. So we were an open and supportive family. So we discussed 
how should we bring about it but that you know once you are in this kind of setup that urge goes into your subconscious mind space okay so for the time being i said okay i have to support the family then i went yeah. around to the corporate sector so and started mm. working with the corporate sector but that thing in the subconscious mind was always peeping out and peeping out and saying ananta when yeah. now when are you looking at things like that <laughs> yeah so this this urge for teaching was there education was there in the back end and the job that you took what kind of uh, profession was that you know when my parents uh, were uh, working so i when i started the corporate job i realized that you have to have good education to come up in life irrespective of not so while working itself after the office hours i used to attend classes to you know upgrade myself and make myself you know credential for good job and good progress in life to go further in life and of course i was always curious to know the latest thing in what way will it help what is this even now i am very curious so i am very curious to understand what is happening now so i used to go i joined a company called research and hindustan which was in thane belapur road which was the maker of the wicks vapor of plant okay so this was in thane belapur road which is a factory i joined the factory just because i wanted to understand the costing aspect of it so i joined the costing department of it in a very costing assistant role after the office hours from thane that time you know as in the current times just go home and put on your computer and do the online courses it was not like that to to finish this course we had to travel long time so from thane i used to travel after the office hour to a place called uh, grant road where the classes were being held so it used to take me change of trains at minimum of 90 minutes after the office hours and then go for 2 2 and half hours lecture come back home sleep and then get up early in the morning and go because the office timing was 8 o'clock in the factory it's not like you know that at 10 to 5 or something so i have to be i have to catch the bus if i miss the bus then there is i have to pay 10 rupees for the auto that 10 rupees is was worth 150 to 200 rupees in the current time okay yeah. so i completed uh, this post accountancy being there so then i moved up to various ladder so that's how i completed uh, you know and then i picked up my cma completed my certified management accountancy and all that and then diploma mm-hmm. in financial management then eventually from factory they having recognized my potential they put me into the corporate sector in the corporate department of finance where i had to you know uh, take care of all the various planting you know all the branches accounting and all that so with mm. i hope that right yeah definitely definitely so your your corporate job was you know started as as cost accounting and more into finance uh, exactly. background here now ananta while growing up when you were in in school later in college and later when you joined this uh, you know uh, the job the corporate sector during this time did you have this aspiration 
that uh, education was there of course education was a calling that was calling you right from you know from your heart but other than education to did you have this aspiration or did you think that you will become an entrepreneur like you've become today a businessman honestly no mm. but i knew i would do something related to education uh, one thing which happened during my corporate uh, corporate life they could identify see the thing is most of the people have good knowledge but there are very few people who can impart the knowledge effectively to others right so means if we have to train somebody or to make the other person understand it requires a different kind of talent and different kind of approach so during the corporate period itself they could identify this anantha is good in that and most of the training in account department or costing department or the processors or anything they would put anantha so anatha go and do this training so which actually gave me a confidence that i am when a multinational company is recognizing you as such a good trainer so it reinforces that i have that ability to do that so which is what was growing in my mind so if nothing else i can be a good trainer from while the, to answer your question i mm. never thought that i would become an entrepreneur entrepreneur has started only in the last 5 to 6 years i would say but at that point of time i didn't think that but i was sure that i would do something related with imparting knowledge or you know giving some uh, lectures or something like that which was there in my mind and so once you were you were in the corporate um, field in, you know you were in the in your corporate job and you're growing very well in the finance um, and the company recognizes you you're doing a lot of training here and what happened after that how did the journey go after after your corporate uh, job oh fantastic i retired from the corporate job in a very from a very good position so i was actually in charge of the entire middle east region so i was in uh, dubai uh, for around some time so i was in charge for the entire middle east region which was uh, under me and had uh, after having hung the boots again i don't know which word to use there is one hindi word called uh, uh, theda you know the education theda which is there in the subconscious mind yes. sorry if it is derogatory i'm sorry no. for that no no it's not it's, so, it's yeah, it yeah. is the it is the right word actually yeah the theda yeah, so <laughs> the urge yeah the urge had grown bigger so the moment i hung the uh, boots i said let me relax for one or two months and then let me think it over what should be done how i should strategize and how and then i relaxed for one or two months but after one month itself i got so bored of relaxing that i am a kind who cannot be sitting at home you know putting forward messages of whatsapp watching ott or tv and commenting on you know tv channel news and all i said that this will make me sick physically and mentally <laughs> so i have to do something which may i have to fulfill that desire which i have been longing in my mind so i just started exploring i wanted something better than what is being offered so i was looking out for something you know which will really appeal and add real value to the people and by the time i retired which is just for 3 4 years back 4 years back when i retired so many new things and so many technologies have improved and come up in the in the in the arena of education which probably most of the people don't know so i wanted mm. to pick up certain things like that and put it in my bouquet and say that 
and wanted to you know people to understand and explore what we missed during our time at least these people know that these things are there and they can take benefit of it that was the objective of bringing my company onwards and upwards great so after retirement you decided that this is where this is the way you can a give back to the society and right. b you know uh, answer that calling the urge that you had right from uh, from beginning absolutely so and uh, you seem to not just just focus on education the, the in the classical way you said let me bring about the the technology and connect you're connecting technology and uh, education here and bringing in bringing a bouquet of uh, services and products to educational institutes right that your that your clients are absolutely so at this point um, we I, i want to touch upon a couple of different aspects here let's first talk about the financial aspect here right when we start a company by the way what year was this when you started uh, onwards and upwards i think i started in 2018 2018 okay so at um to when you start a company you need a, a bit of a, a capital and you know to invest uh, in the and in the infrastructure and things like that so uh, can you talk us through that process of what was the investment required and how did you manage that and of course you you have your bulk of savings now for retire i know since you're retired but uh, talk us through that process of uh, the starting of the business please sure sure so since i was uh, retiring so since i told you i was in all all through i've been in multinational companies only no indian companies have worked for so which means i mean they pay you very well so my savings was quite uh, significant enough to start off a company so fortunately i didn't have to really struggle to fund myself or my company so i from the savings itself i was quite uh, confident that i will be able to succeed and make this company and what i believe is for any success of any entrepreneurship of any business if passion is there along with a good product it will definitely succeed is what i believe so one thing which i had was passion and i didn't have this so much struggle of funds okay and third mm-hmm. thing was i was really looking out for some good good products to be in my kitty in my bouquet of offers so this three put together is what i i feel that i'm quite successful in whatever i'm doing in onwards and great and actually you you did you have already touched upon the second aspect that i wanted to ask which is the the products right so the once you decided that this is you want to offer something to so you decided who your customers are your you know the, uh, the uh, clients will be now the products how did you go about like how did, how did you plan that of what should be in the bouquet of your uh, products and uh, talk us through that process how did you find those products or those services interesting question sachin okay so yes that was more of a task for me than funding like for other entrepreneurs <laughs> because i spent more time in researching where which should come into my kitty which one should i take and all that so i did lot of research through the google so being having worked in multinational companies i was also a little bit of tech savvy not that much as any youngster would be 
but quite uh, proficient enough to do all this kind of research and all that. So I did all this kind of research and did this uh, due diligence check with background checking and how long this is there and all that. So this is how I and more importantly, I also looked at how this is going to be perceived in the future, in the next four or five years. It's not that mm -hmm. I didn't want a product which is, you know, currently like hot samosa is for today, temporary. Something which is, which will be long lasting and which will be there, what people will look for, some kind of things like that. Okay. And mm -hmm. having done all this picking up, I put them in the book. It's time for a short break here. We'll continue this conversation right after this break. Stay tuned. So you were looking for products that are relevant to the education industry products that have the longevity so that it can sustain uh, the, uh, you know, the, the change of time and things like that. And uh, can, now at this point, can we talk about the products or what exactly, what are the different things that uh, Onwards and Upwards offer to the different, um, you know, to your, to your clients? So there is that's what I think this is a good uh, way of uh, making people understand what are things have come and what how the technology is helping. So there is one product called Piaget or Unlock Data Science, which is catering to the age group of three to fourteen years. So what does it does? So this goes into the mindset of the children from three to fourteen years through an assessment tool and brings out what are the mental strength, what are the natural abilities of those kind of children. Okay, we so far, the technology has improved for so many things. We have everything to measure, right? If you want to measure your weight, there's a weighing machine. For everything, there is a machine over there. But unfortunately, in technology, in education, took a slower progress. And this has come now, unlocked at a time, which goes into the mindset, and brings out what are the mental strength and the natural abilities. And in cognizance with the age and the assessment report, the activities and the worksheets are automatically generated so that mm -hmm. the students can do all this and sharpen their strength, strengthening the strength and move forward. And we don't stop there. We give a holistic 360 degrees approach in the sense for this student, what are the kind of movies should be recommended? What are the kind of books to be read? What are the kind of games to be played? So it takes, takes okay. the full holistic approach. So we should make all this, you know, with superior learners. So primarily, these are all offline activities for them because online is too much and it improves the bonding between the parent and the child as well. 
and we also provide a predictive analysis from a very elementary age so that the progress where the parent is spending 20 years and around 30 lakh rupees behind a child without any uncertainty with lot of uncertainty in the future this will give a clear cut picture to the parent and to the child where she he or she should focus and progress to shine a spark in the so this is one of the offering which is very very fantastic which has come from a company called craxla 10 years of research has gone to this assessment so this is one of the tool which is fantastic unfortunately it's not thought of so much in india it's very recently come in india but in the coming years this will be that they even the new education policy is emphasizing on cognitive science and psychometric testing so this base is cognitive science the second one is smart school smart school is an indian multinational company 10 year old company okay so what smart school does is it converts the curriculum into animated 3d 4d videos and real life videos and presents it to the children to make the learning engaging and interesting so nowadays you have to really push the child for studies so through this methodology we are harnessing on the power of visualization we don't have to really push the children because they are entertaining game everything is in digital we are extending to the academics with an added advantage of harnessing the power of visualization anything that the child learns out of the audio visual method the retaining and recalling capacity shoots up by 38% i am not saying that ananta is not saying it. to go to the google and see it's there so it's very simple like if i give you a harry potter book which is so fast and on the left hand side i give you a harry potter dvd you will definitely remember dvd more than and complete it in 5 hours not 5 days so that yeah. is the beauty less time there is more output concept clarity is there critical thinking will be allowed so these are the kind of tools which is there in our uh, onwards and upwards and of course for the college students and the teens we can provide something like career uh, counseling there is an assessment tool which will uh, you know tell them where the strength are where that where, where they should be focusing and all that apart from that there is a gap which is there in the colleges which we fill with the 21st century skills so that they become future ready and we make them a gladiator when they move from the campus to the corporate with the necessary life skills which are required real life skills like colleges do not actually focus they do respect to the colleges they do their job for be bcom or whatever they are doing fantastic job they are doing but there is a gap so they the gap we are trying to fulfill so that when they move from the campus to the corporate they will shine and sparkle much better and they are already gladiators and it could be used for anything and everything whether they are going to join family business whether they are going to do the solopreneurship whether they are going to do a corporate job so this will these are the skills which will be required and will be of much much utility so there are various other products and i can go on and on so mm-hmm. we set up one window for all educational one window for all educational needs and i love the the part that from campus to corporate you are helping them there is there is definitely there is a gap right the, right. the academic education um, what we get versus what is required in the corporate world and uh, you you're kind of helping them to bridge that gap 
And uh, the earlier products, the, uh, the the product that you mentioned. So you have services and products that are being that are uh, produced by other companies. So you're collaborating with different companies to bring in those products to the clients, right? And here the clients Absolutely. being. Absolutely, I, I am collaborating with the hmm. with those companies, and I have not built anything. And to collaborate, also we need to do a lot of research because there are so many companies, so many products. That are yeah, yeah, and all Absolutely. these products, all these products, can be used institutions like schools or colleges, as well as individuals also can use it at home if they like this concept and idea. They can use it at B two B as well as B two C. B two B and B two C both. Yeah. So how do you market your services and products, and how do you get uh, the clients that you have? So for basically, as I told you, this is B two B as well as B two C, right? For me, I am trying to improve and add value to the schools and the colleges. So obviously, I will be needing the management of the schools or the colleges or educational institutions anywhere in India or abroad as well. Similarly, parents from age group of three to fifteen years would be a good. So as you know, there are various uh, methods like. One is use your uh, Facebook uh, page. Second is use your LinkedIn page. And there are nowadays there are lots of uh, forums like you know BNI or you know so many forums are there where you can go and register and then pitch your product and all that and get connection and people are able to connect. So I am primarily focused more on getting connected to schools and colleges rather than parents and all that. My focus is very clear. So I focus only on Schools and colleges across India. So Z Learn, which is uh, this Mount Litera group of schools, they have signed for entire group of schools in India, 131 schools. They have signed, and your schooly who is there in front of you is the one who has negotiated that deal with that first March. Wow! So this is it's it's a big reach now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, this is a this is a very important uh, learning for the listeners, for the for the audience here who are aspiring entrepreneurs, right? The, one one of the things that uh, entrepreneur as an entrepreneur you need to learn is like how do you go out and get your clients? How do you get the uh, market the products? And <clears throat> so it looks like you're uh, you're very clear. Number one, who your clients are. You have a very clear definition of that, and based on who your clients are, you're reaching out according to that, to networking forums and through um, uh, other advertising platforms or uh, online and offline to reach out to specifically those the target uh, customers. Right? True. Got and it. to add to our conversation, hmm. pandemic was there for two years, which <laughs> was actually added to our business. which was a boon to our kind of business because most of them understood what is online business you know what is online and how it is helping as many times as you want you can see there is no time fixed time some students are morning people some students are night people so even at 10 o'clock they can come and see so this has really boomed during the trend so not that i am in favor of uh, pandemic but i'm saying this has helped to make people understand You know, and come. What is yeah. Zoom? What is online? So the benefits of online is really known to many people now. True, true. But, uh, the the pandemic has definitely changed the world 
uh, in a way that especially for all the digital and online uh, type of uh, businesses it has become it has it's, it has been a game changer and uh, because it is this this in, i mean this is just my opinion here uh, usually i don't share my opinion i ask your opinion but it just that looks like you know this is this was bound to happen but it just that the pandemic accelerated it we were we were going digital anyways it's just that now because of the pandemic you just made exactly. it really quick yeah exactly. what was supposed to happen 10 years later happened immediately that that year absolutely about to say the same thing said, yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, when when you set up your company in 2018 uh, and you started you know marketing your products did you have to hire any uh, employees at that time or were you doing it all on your own initially i was doing all alone but being in uh, you know in having worked in the corporates i realized that everything cannot be done by one person you have to believe in delegation you have to have a clear cut demarcation of job responsibilities so eventually i had now i am having a currently a team of four which is more than enough for me for my kind of business so i had one and then extended to two and currently i am having four and i know each one is for different different one is for digital one is for you know uh, having this one to one and meetings and explaining to the principal and then certain times certain people want me to go and meet up personally after the one or two meetings i go and meet up so i have four team of four people yes that's a good question so this is another point like uh, most of the entrepreneurs think that i can do everything alone you know i can do my planning i can do my forecast i can do my finance i can do my marketing it will never succeed on uh, sorry to say that you will succeed but it will take a longer time it will and in the beginning maybe you have to do everything on your own because you're just getting started exactly. but then so and and i want to know what that from your in your story like in your in your case hmm. at what point did you decide that okay this is the time i need the first employee now let me hire someone very good question so initially when i started off this onwards and of course i have two daughters okay since i am retired so you can absolutely guess my age so my daughters were of good support to me for this and at the same time when my daughter was giving me good support and she also has to do her studies and complete her studies so she had to leave me and go out for her studies to pune to complete her mba and all that so for some time you know for 15 30 days i was struggling actually honestly to be with this thing because i was uh, dependent you know already used to be dependent for certain things on her right yeah. so when she went after 30 days i realized that this, this cannot go on like this i need somebody like i need to replace my daughter with some person with the same caliber okay with you know with good passion on that was the time so it took me around 35 to 50 days to understand after she left which was after one and a half months so mm. it's fine got it and from a from the business perspective at this stage were you already generating enough revenue to fund the whole thing or were you still when you were hiring a someone new now were you paying it from paying for that person from your pocket honestly for the first 15 months i was funding it from my pocket mm. okay so it took time for the business to take off like like all businesses takes time to uh, 
I wouldn't say all the businesses. Certain businesses uh, <laughs> break even at an early time. But yeah. yes, for some certain new entrepreneurs, uh, you know, who have come from a corporate, it takes a longer time. Not necessarily because they have come from corporate, but there are certain, uh, you know, blocks there in the mind. So which is what mm-hmm. I have realized over a period of time. So it's very easy to say, but when you're in actual action, these mental blocks come and really block you. Your progress. So that uh, one needs to. If you are moving from corporate to an entrepreneur, the challenge is different than being an entrepreneur from a very early age or a family business you are carrying over. Yes, yes, and that's it. It is a very important uh, aspect here. When one transitions from corporate to entrepreneurship, it's a completely different, uh, you know. And this is something that I consciously try to bring on the show, on the Be Your Own Boss podcast. People who have transitioned from the the corporate jobs to entrepreneurship and how that transition has been, and in your case as well, you you've seen that. So. Uh, initially at the early stages when you just started your company did you face any such uh, you know challenges that you are used to working in the corporate environment in a particular way and in entrepreneurship you have to do everything on your you know uh, it's a different type of game right so how was your experience you your sir banker sir question actually yes it was really challenging because in corporate, uh, you know, uh, and I was in a very senior position, so I could just go and say, do this, do that, why you have not done this, why? It's very easy to say. But here, I have to ask myself, you had to be very, very structured approach was required. When you go to bed on a day, you should know what are the things that you're going to do tomorrow, the whole day, at least tomorrow. Similarly, the next day when you go to bed, you should know what are the things you're going to do the next day, day after tomorrow. And more importantly, I would say that which most people forget is always have a plan B. Not necessarily this plan A would all the time work. We would have planned something and then the other person would say, sorry, I cannot, you know, I have some other appointment. I will not be able to do this. So we should be having plan B because at that particular point of time, your time is very important. When you started, just started your business and entrepreneurship, the timing is very, very crucial and very much valued. So plan B. Also, it is so planning, structured working, and planning. These are the things. Mm. Of course, other things. Uh, most of the people will say you have to be focused, hard working, work smartly. All this is taken for granted when you are an entrepreneur. It, it all, all these things come, and uh, you you brought up you know the the point that you said about having the plan B. This is a, a very important lesson, and I myself am learning this now that uh, I I did not realize. And I used to have, for example, if there is an interview scheduled and if that interview is cancelled, I don't have, I usually, as of now, I don't have a plan B for that time. Now I will start planning, having a plan B for that time and then, yeah. So Ananta, now um, you've already shared a lot of uh, tips here through this conversation, but uh, I would also like to ask you specifically for the uh, the audience, for the listeners, and for the people who are watching this on YouTube, the people who are at that starting point, specifically when they're just about to quit their job and start the business, or they just started their business on the side while still working, what are your top two or three advice for them for this uh, for the beginners? Sure, sir. I wouldn't say 
for any new uh, person who is starting the business i would say rather for everybody first thing is to have self confidence you should have that confidence that whatever i am doing i will be able to do it and i will do it that is the most important once you have that the second thing is passion you should do what you are strong in don't look out for something just because a person is saying or x person is telling you to do this so whether you have the passion and the strength in what you are trying to do that you analyze yourself and do something where your strength where your strength is this is this is very important so these are the two things if you have these two things self confidence and working on your strength this will other things will fall in place i am sure all of all of them would be listening to some podcast or watching some youtube videos all these things will fall got it got it so self confidence passion and play your strengths work on your strengths yeah fantastic ananta your life now is you know it, it it's you're focusing on your business and your uh, this but you have seen different kinds of pressure and different pressure situations and you also mentioned about how your father was handling the pressure and everything right what's your way of rejuvenating yourself what's your way of re- recharging your battery like leisures or anything that you do um, how do you recharge yourself obviously you have to take out time for yourself and spend time for yourself every day as well as you have to rejuvenate i love music i'm very good singer as well i love retro music i listen at least 30 minutes in a day in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening i am very fond of tamil songs so i listen to them 30 minutes so it gives me good actually the music is therapy i would say and i am also yeah. fond of uh, traveling so i travel a lot so i you know traveling makes you meet lot of different people and lot of beautiful places in nature so india is full of beautiful lovely places so traveling music i also occasionally read one book in a month for sure so that also helps and i also listen to podcasts and all that but primarily movies and music these are the two things which really charges me up and i follow them brilliant and you know i'm going to do that as something that has not, never been done on this show i'm going to make a request <laughs> to you Don't ask you me to said, sing songs, then you'll get bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Please do, please. Uh, so, th- Tamil songs, you said you're, you're fond of Tamil. So, uh, can you sing us a, uh, a line of Tamil yeah, songs? I'll, I'll sing from... a Hindi song. Probably your podcast will be seen by me. My heart is today. If you say it, I will tell you. मेरे दिल में आज क्या है तू कहे तो मैं बता दूं तेरी दुल्हन फिर सजा दूं तेरी मांग फिर सजा दूं मेरे दिल में आज क्या है तू कहे तो मैं बता दूं कोई ढूंढने भी आए तो हमें न ढूंढ पाए मुझे कहीं छुपा दे मैं तुझे कहीं छुपा दूं थैंक यू वाओ वंडरफुल 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 
it's a beautiful song and you have sung, sung it very well <clears throat> so music and you also travel this is this is a very nice way of you know your so your that's way your uh, re recharge your battery great great apart great. from that i have a very good mm. support from my family support family system mm. so my wife is very supportive so i have that so which also helps to do it. yeah yeah that that kind of actually touches upon the next question that i wanted to ask i looks oh, like okay. you know, somehow you're reading my mind <laughs> <laughs> okay so, i have two daughters one is uh, abhinaya who is settled down hmm. in uh, us the other one is aishwarya uh, who is also working she is currently in bangalore and she is working there and i have okay. one wife she is uh, just uh, <laughs> yeah she is as 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 i told so much about education one thing which i forgot to mention is my wife also was a teacher now she has put in her papers and she is at home okay okay <laughs> so education is like totally you know it's in uh, in the family yes so <laughs> so looking back at your journey like this when you know starting from the days when you were traveling from thane to grant road and then going waking up early in the morning you know one and a half hours on uh, after work to travel and go attend a two and a half hour class to the the position that you are at right now um looking at this journey here who would you like to give the credit for your success to as i mentioned to you my i always give the credit to one is to my grandfather who was a mentor but after he passed away and then i got married is my family support which is i give credit so this is without this to this thing i don't think i could ever reach this stage yeah great 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 it's it has been such a wonderful conversation anantha thank you so much for taking out time and you know sharing your journey your story with us we have i've learned a lot uh, from this and i'm sure our audience have learned a lot during this uh, conversation appreciate your time and beautiful uh, technique of asking questions and digging deeper and deeper and digging out the details within very well done <laughs> really appreciate <laughs> i also Thank enjoyed you, the journey and you took me back so many years back and sometimes it is good to flash back and go back to your old memories and you know refresh yourself from where you have come and where you are now which which is i think is required yeah Thank you so much, Ananta. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was Ananta Krishnan, the founder of Onwards and Upwards, and you've been watching and listening to Be Your Own Boss.